Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker, and uh, Alex is indisposed right now, but I'm sure he's having a good time. Uh, we watched Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, Parker, you're a big fan of this movie and this property, so uh, tell me yeah. what Yeah! <laughs> you know... Sometimes you watch things as a kid, you're like, I can't wait to see this on the big screen. Whole bunch of money around it, a lot of big stars. <laughs> Who knows how good these fights could look with the real Fox money behind it. Jumping off the screen. Well, we'll get to Fox pretty soon. <laughs> Giant monkeys, laser beams, flying. Kung Fu. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Ernie Hudson? What else could you ask for? Ernie Hudson? He sure is in this movie for like three seconds. Holy shit, I missed him entirely. I died laughing because <laughs> I had to pause the movie and look it up because there's no way Ernie Hudson's in this Dragon Ball movie. He was one of the... Oh my god, you're right, he was in this. I don't even remember who the hell <laughs> he was. He was there for one scene like, hey, here's your magic urn to put Piccolo in. Bye. Oh man, seriously like one of the most charismatic actors you could have possibly chosen and this is what you do with him. And not just the lead, folks. He is... <sighs> well, anyway. Uh, I, it's not his fault. Parker? <laughs> he certainly didn't do so many favors, but it's not his fault. Yeah. Parker, do you have any news? Not really, because I feel like we're going to talk for three hours about this movie. That's a good point. I'll, I'll get into my recently watch pretty quickly. I don't want this to sort of spill over into the next episode. Parker, when people talk about being back on their bullshit... I have seen, I've gone to places that you aren't ready for. Oh, good. I, good. I watched a two-hour, forty-minute movie called *The English Patient*, starring Oh my Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> starring Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, oh. or whatever. My eyes closed. <laughs> I just started leaning back in my chair as soon as he said that. <laughs> Sixteen topless. So I don't. You don't. You have to stop this. <laughs> Then I watched a two and a half hour children's movie, a British children's movie. Infinity War, folks. Called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Jesus, that's that long? Yeah, it's really long. That should be illegal. Now, I watched this for one reason, one reason alone, to uh, make the obvious joke on the podcast, but goodness gracious, Dad's bodacious. At one point, <laughs> I looked away from the screen, right? I looked away from the screen for a split second. I looked back, and the movie was on another plane of existence. They they uh-huh. just changed it. I was like, what What the hell? I checked the file. Everything's fine with the file. Okay, they're just in Bulgaria now, and the car, oh. could, whatever. Uh, a couple things. Do you, do you know what Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is? I spent most of my childhood thinking it was just a joke from Ace Ventura, and then was shocked to learn it was a movie from the 60s well, about a talking car? I knew, it, I knew it was a movie, because it's one of the lines I remember from uh, Rugrats, is they're playing charades or something like that, and 
was it Dee Dee says, well, it's not my fault that she hasn't seen a movie since Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And then one of them was like, hey, I like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I asked my dad what it is. He's like, I have no idea. And turns out Dick Van Dyke <laughs> is in it. And just straight up not even pretending that he could do a British accent anymore. He's just using his real voice. Do you know how many songs are in this, Parker? How long do you say it is? Two and a half hours. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is your nightmare scenario. You oh would not God. be able to live through this movie. <laughs> oh God. This is essentially a home invasion movie, and the home <laughs> like, is your brain. This is the strangers. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is actually a car, and it looks like a giant cock. And the, the All right, now we're talking. The song is named after the car. It's called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because that's the noise that it makes. And the song is not Boy, as much fun as uh, Ace Ventura makes it sound. <laughs> I hate every word in that description. Well, the car makes a sound. It goes Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And that's what it's, that's what it's called. And they sing about it <laughs> for two and a half hours. Do you know how the song goes? For two and a half Dragon Ball Evolutions. <laughs> It's Fuck me. it's not the most pleasant movie I've ever seen, but you know I also uh, you know Easter was this week and I went to mass. I went to St Matthew's Cathedral. I got stuck in Cardinal Worrell's line, so um, I went home and I that is. realized I had been awake for about thirty hours straight. And I was like, maybe I should sleep. I slept for about an hour. Woke up to my dad screaming at the TV because of the Mueller report. And then I was like, oh, oh my god! I had to run to the room. I'm like, what am I gonna do here? I'll watch a six and a half hour movie. Jesus. It's on called Jesus's second birthday. <laughs> it's called Jesus of Nazareth. And um uh, it's actually really good. Um it's it was presented as like a TV miniseries. Um so it's kind of like a Stephen King uh, sort of thing. Much like the Langoliers. <laughs> yeah. For 3 days no, time was frozen far more, and Jesus ripped paper in the tomb. Much more like it because it has Olivia Hussey in it as uh, Mary and oh, she's oh, oh. actually fantastic. Um she she does a whole thing. It's just acting with her eyes, and she is she's perfect. Ernest Borgnine is amongst us was not brought into maturity by watching Romeo and Juliet in school. And be like, Who was that? Was that Titty? It's what the hell? Oh yeah, she was, and she was only sixteen, so not even like the latest. Hey, game. I was only twelve, so you know it's all good. It all evens out. <laughs> oh, I guess that makes it okay. So uh, yeah, kind of like the latest Game of Thrones thing. We just got like three more viewers just by saying that. Anyway, uh, they're watching it out in the other room. I cannot give less of a shit. <laughs> now, if this now if this was a real podcast, I'd probably talk about how even though it's a star stud cast, it, it's better than the greatest story ever told, which had John Wayne as the centurion who says, "Truly, this was the son of God, Pilgrim." <clears throat> but uh, instead, uh, I will mention this <laughs> again. The movie's six and a half hours long. Uh, this is early in the movie, uh, in the first part where uh, Joseph marries Mary. And everyone seems to know that story. And at one point, she's gone from the village or something. I think she's having another vision. And uh, the villagers come up to a bunch of the guys in the village, come up to Joseph, and they're giving him the raz. They're being like, yeah, your wife's gone already, huh? Yeah, what a sucker. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's crazy. And they're like, yeah, but uh, she's a really remarkable girl. Remember that. <laughs> and then they just walk away. And Joseph is left with this expression on his face like, huh. And She's all I could special. yeah exactly that's <laughs> all I can think about. So I would say that this movie is actually kind of a speed run through the Bible. So they skipped <laughs> all of the Old Testament. All right, that's that's a well known skip. Oh that man, most, that's most a serious no clip. Everyone knows about <laughs> everyone knows about that skip. 
But and I'm already to Revelations on the perfect line. But it's a it's a certain route that you have to take because you have to cover both Easter and Christmas. So Ooh, you'd yeah. say, oh, you know, I can get through four weeks of mass there because each mass is going to be about an hour long. But they take different routes here. Okay, they they try <laughs> to make this as entertaining as possible for the community. And at the end, Jesus saves the Christians. I mean, animals. So you know, it was totally <sighs> worth finally. <laughs> You were wondering how I was going to get there. So, <laughs> again, this is uh, one of the ultimate speedrun movies. It's longer than most people are ready for, but, uh, you know, summoning salt. This is uh, the world record speedrun for the Bible. <laughs> In MRJC time. <laughs> Ultimately, uh, my second favorite movie about Jesus Christ in the 70s, Behind Jesus Christ Superstar. Um and then I watched Clue, uh, which is oh, still yes. really good. I, I God, I've been meaning to rewatch that for so long. It's, you should definitely do yourself a treat and do it. I uh, I showed it to my sister treat? for the very first, <laughs> I showed it to my sister <laughs> for the very first time. She loved it. Uh, Tim Curry's a laugh right. <laughs> There's this point in the movie where he's like, "My wife's friends were socialists," <laughs> and everyone was. <gasps> <laughs> we all make mistakes, <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was totally worth it. I I fucking love that movie. Uh, Michael McKean is actually Loki, one of the best parts of that movie. Uh, but I also want to uh, mention that I saw uh, the thing again, and uh, Rebecca liked it, and that it means a lot to me. I fucking love the thing. Look, we make a lot of jokes about John Carpenter not giving a shit, but. There was a time where he really did give a shit, and it was right about 82. And the people who didn't see that movie and the critics who gave it a bad review, congrats, you broke the greatest director we probably ever had. I hope you feel good. I mean, it's not like he didn't make good movies afterwards, but, man, that's that's a hard bounce back. Exactly. I mean, you just got to see To put your whole heart and soul into a literal masterpiece and, like... Actually, it's bad. Mm, And you didn't make enough money, so we're just not going to give you money anymore. The the thing doesn't eat Reese's Pieces. I don't know what to buy. (sighs) Anyway. uh, Okay, so who are our jerks of the week, Parker? Oh, we're still doing (laughs) that, huh? Yes, we're going to do that. We'll get back to that at the end of the episode, buddy. (laughs) I did not have anything prepared. (laughs) I do have one prepared. I'll get my jerk of the week right now. My jerk of the week is Daniel Jones, and this does in fact tie into the game of games. The NFL draft is coming up. So, if uh, the New England Patriots select Daniel Jones in the first round, whoever emails me at butts at terribleblog.net, their recommendation for a movie, I will watch it. Do I have to email you or can I just tell you? You you, you just tell me. Everyone else just told me. This is mostly for the listeners. (laughs) Okay. Uh, if you can tell me, if you can accurately predict who the Patriots are actually going to draft instead of Daniel Jones, then I'll also watch your recommendation. I cannot name a single player in this draft outside of small Bosa, so, <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I know almost all of them. It's actually a really good draft. I'm actually kind of excited. I really want TJ Hawkinson, but he's gone in the top eight. I can smell All it. I know is, the other night I was at Walmart, and I saw there were four Dr. Doolittle movies. <laughs> And I, I did the Grinch smile IRL, so here's hoping you get a winner. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll figure something oh, out. Oh, low fucking talking about assigning me the Nostalgia Critic riff tracks. Did you click on that? I I remember years ago when I was just downloading riff tracks when they were like a new thing, and I didn't read that he was on it. 
I got five minutes into that. <laughs> it is dire. It was. I, I watched like the whole two minute trailer. It was awful. The fuck. It is. Dude, you want a funny commentary on Batman Forever? Just listen to our episode about it. <laughs> listen to literally anything besides the nostalgia critic screaming about it. It was like he, it's one of those guys who just doesn't understand the point of a thing. Anyway, at long last, only 11 minutes into this episode, let's talk about Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh my god, let's please, God. <laughs> So it all starts with, uh, as such things often do, with the 20th Century Fox logo. <laughs> so, how do you think the executives felt when they went to like the opening screening? You know, somewhere this probably had a movie premiere somewhere. You know, a bunch of people. I would hope not. <laughs> all the stars went in there, you know, dressed up as the characters. Maybe, oh, you know, my first Hollywood movie. I was very nervous, but ultimately excited. And he, you just hear these horns with the spotlight logo and everything. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me because I'm an audio guy. But the horn players almost sound nervous. They're, she just played it on a recorder. <laughs> oh, I'm going to find the recorder version of uh, Enter the Dragon or whatever that song is. Huh. So. Would you believe this was an April 10th release? That hot summer <laughs> April spot that coveted, coveted April 10th. Oh, yikes. But I feel like we should preface this by saying you are marginally familiar with the Dragon Ball property as a whole. I I could only say that because it was on when I was growing up, but unfortunately it was at the same time slot as football practice. And you had to choose one, and Dad chose for me. So I went to football practice instead, and I, I was only able to catch like the end like of the episodes. And they were like, can Goku reach Super Saiyan level 3? Find out next episode on Goku reaches Super Saiyan level 3. I would say, like, if you were a 90s kid, just by osmosis, you are aware. If you've ever played a video game online, you know what a Goku and a Vegeta and an SSJ are. <laughs> Fucking SSJs ruining The Last Jedi with the Ruined Johnson. <laughs> like, there's enough things by osmosis, like, I know what a Piccolo is. I know that Green Dick is, in fact, better than Green Dick. <laughs> Keep talking about osmosis. Is that like Osmosis Jones where Ant-Man's going to go inside his butt and explode? totally not going to be your pick. What are you talking about? The draft is hours away. Anyway. uh, Yeah, I'm familiar with Goku. Boo. Go. You know the hits. You're fine. Vegeta. Uh, It took me a while to figure out why he was calling him Kakarot. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and I watched yeah, a little bit fine. of the original show, too, Dragon Ball, where it came out before Z, and it has, like, Master Roshi and Bulma and Chi-Chi, who's not wearing any pants, so that made me feel weird. Yeah, going back to Dragon Ball, because here Japanese. in America, we got Z first, and we had Z for years and years, yeah. so by the time Dragon Ball came here, we had multiple Super Saiyans, multiple planets being destroyed, and it's like... Here's this little monkey boy. He's going to go on this adventure to get this ball. But here's this gangster. He's a rabbit. And his name is Boss Carrot. And this pig wants to wish for panties. Like, what the fuck is this? We have to understand. Why is this child dressed like this? You have to understand. He rides a cloud. It's about magic and exploration. I was like, where's the... All right. All right. So can Goku teleport? Oh, no. He has to go... 
<laughs> on this little cloud. And you can only ride it if you have a good heart. So, you know, Krillin can't because he gave the old man Jackoff magazines. So he trained him. Oh. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Really wish they'd landed a real Master Roshi, which is just an old man who lives on an island with a turtle and just reads titty magazines 24 hours a day well uh we should probably talk about the the intro monologue right because they talk about all that right parker this is this is mostly yeah, true it's word it's, for word so what i just said yeah they talk about how there's piccolo there's some guy named Budokai or something like that uh only a bright can wield Don't the wand patronize me and uh <laughs> I'll tip this goddamn table over uh. i have a low center of gravity i will fucking come at you like a bowling ball okay so is goku a bright holy dog <laughs> shit you fucking gonna do this to me <laughs> i've been through so much that's <laughs> yeah, they don't use the word saying once in this movie huh well he doesn't reach that level yet so it's okay it this makes sense shut up <laughs> this movie's a weird concoction where it's the very, very beginning of Dragon Ball. Like, you're just meeting Bulma, you're just meeting Yamcha, the human jerk-off machine, you're just meeting Master Roshi. But also the villain is Piccolo, who's the last villain in the entire series, long after half of those characters are irrelevant. They're just kind of mashed together. And I kind of get that, because it's a movie, you need a villain. But... It couldn't be the Ox King. Why? Villains? I don't know. Yeah, I have to Big admit, fat ox king's like, ah, there's no water getting to my village. You want to fuck my daughter? He's like, all right. <laughs> I don't know what sex is. I have a tail for some reason. Look, dude, I already are going above my head. Let's get back to the movie. So the first thing we see after that intro monologue thing, they couldn't even do a text scroll because most of the people who would like this can't read. Uh, the first thing you see That's is fine. that white guy's face. And I only read these stories right to left, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. The first thing that I think when I see that guy's face is that this is one of those movies where you kind of wonder how and why it got made. And not just because 2009 was way too late to make a movie like this to capitalize yeah. on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> when I realized this came out in 2009, like, I put myself back. I was about 19 at the time. Dragon Ball was not in the conversation for anyone ever. Right. If it was still airing anywhere, it was reruns of GT in America. And GT is awful. <laughs> like, 2009 was out of the consciousness. It was every two years, here's another DBZ fighting game. This one has more characters than the one before it. And by more characters, we mean more transformations. You can. That was it. You, you would consider no uh, anime kind of like a gateway drug, right? Kind of like the people who start oh, with buddy. anime, with Dragon Ball Z, they get into like I don't know Sailor Moon or, or Pokemon, and then they're on the hard stuff like Perfect Blue, you know. So Toonami did some things to our generation. <laughs> so yeah, you think uh, you think they would want to see a live action thing? But it's also like it's the idea of just casting this generic white guy as someone named Goku. That, that's something you'd out, expect from like those 90s video game movies, like Double Dragon or the Super Mario Brothers movie. The second you see a real human being stand on screen and say, my name is Goku, you say, cut, this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, I can deal with a man going, hi, my name is Steven Strange. I have magic. It's like, sure, why not? It's, but this it's kind fucking of like, kid shows yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know if it's the name or the guy's face. I think it might be the white guy's face because... He's not helping. It's kind of like the Doctor Doom effect. It's like, you can't name your villain Doctor Doom. There, there are adults that might say this, you know? So... The yeah. lead actor just has his face where no matter what movie he's in, or even if you see him on the street, you wonder, like, who the fuck is this guy? My name is Bulma Briefs. Like, 
I know who you are. You don't have to say the second Yeah, one. Emily, come on. We all know who you are and what your name is. I don't want to see it come out of a person's mouth. So It does not work. Parker, I want you to uh, do a little bit of math for me. I know you went to school uh-huh. for math. Uh, so Sure. Uh, yeah. How much money did this make? my calculator here it made money that's impossible <laughs> ah see reception and then the next section's called cancelled sequence <laughs> interesting did someone in this movie say the n-word <laughs> ah he signed off for three films though he expressed interest in making seven he also stated that Goku only really gets interesting in the second film well that's a good way to make movies I guess Hi, I'm the main character. I don't really do anything until the next movie. <laughs> so, all right. the most incredible thing about this to me is that this made any money at all. That I looked it up, it made $58.3 million. That is 58.1 too many. It's, I, apparently this was like, still considered a box office disappointment because it had a production budget of $30 million. I don't know where that money went, but uh, I can't <laughs> believe... Green makeup, I guess. I can't believe that a movie that looks like this was in theaters. It is. Like, imagine going time. to a movie theater and sitting down in those theater seats and seeing this and knowing that you paid money for it. There's a lot of opportunities in the first, you know, act to be humiliated that you paid money to see us in theaters. But I don't even think it's a bullshit intro or even just seeing Justin Chatwin's face. I'm not going to call him that anymore. I'm just going to call him that white guy. Uh, it's when the grandpa jumps on the ropes. It's, these are the special effects you're in for. I hope your popcorn has extra yeah. salt. Yeah, it's also... I don't want to jump around a lot, because there's every scene is just a cornucopia of horseshit. Yes. But the first time we see Piccolo, when it's a close-up of him turning towards the camera, and you see that great gazoo-looking face, <laughs> that's an immediate hands-up Jerry Seinfeld gift, <laughs> take your popcorn and leave the theater. It is the hardest I've laughed at a movie in a couple weeks now was seeing him and be like oh fuck oh shit we're doing this <laughs> it's a good thing you're not oh, no. yeah it's a good thing you weren't like angry about it or anything so we're not even four minutes into the movie and the opening fight is one of the most embarrassing things that you've ever seen now parker yeah. as a hardcore dragon ball z fan how do you feel about this <sighs> i mean it's horrendous but all i could think was like well this took some effort like in my head going into this i know nothing about this movie except that it's reputation no no parker parker those were special effects they weren't actually fighting on those ropes what (laughs) no in my head i go into this i'm expecting an uve bowl movie (laughs) that looks like everything was done in one shot there's no coverage if they have it they they do if not just cut it and talk over to the next scene to explain what happened like there was some money and effort put into this. It didn't pay off. It didn't work. But God bless them. It's The people here were trying. Yeah, I mean... Let me put it to you this way. When I went to the trivia and saw, like, why did this movie come out in 2009? Oh, they had the rights and there was a writer's strike. Got it. It makes total sense now. I mean, this is a writer strike ass movie if I've ever seen one. Oh, there's yeah. You don't need a script. You just grab the manga and go. All right, uh, cut this character for time. Cut this. Uh, move this there. Explain what the Dragon Balls are here. Great. Yeah, we'll just use that that draft we've had since 
2004 floating around here. Change some things and film it. Seems like you're making a lot of excuses. Would you say that the fight scenes in the show look like the fight scenes at the beginning of the movie? Yeah! F- fucking frame for frame, Chris. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're being sarcastic. Okay, so we've established that the Chris. hardcore obsessive Dragon Ball Z fanboys <laughs> might have a few nitpicks and quibbles about the so-called say. inaccuracies of the movie. So maybe it'll be good for people who didn't grow up with the show. Like, you know, yeah. and want to be introduced to it, or maybe they just want to watch a good kung fu action fantasy right and then the next line is grandpa saying that normals are overrated so okay <laughs> suck on that loser <laughs> but here's the thing i don't know how you would make a live action dragon ball movie you wouldn't but this is not it <laughs> i think the only way to do this right is either like put it out in 2004 when people cared or do it now with marvel money because if any middle ground and this is what you get i don't think you can even do this with marvel money though like i think this is a thing that just works in its own anime universe you know captain marvel had some dragon ball z ass moments near the end of it so i could kind of see like all right like you could do it today but like you can't do this shit in 2009 even with this alleged budget even if it had like the budget for like avatar i don't think you could do yeah it. you need uh... no 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 i mean no. i don't want them to just because you lose the hair and the, and the auras yeah. and the punching. Like, I'm thinking about the Broly movie that is two acts. One act of backstory oh, and boy. how he got to who he was. And then a second act that is just various people being punched into mountains and screaming. And imagine that in live action. And it would just be an unwatchable nightmare that would look like dog shit. I, can't even, I don't even know who Broly is. Oh, buddy. <laughs> who do you think you're going to draft this week? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he hates me. Yeah, oh, don't I? <laughs> anyway, so Goku is being taught by his great... First of all, Goku is some random white kid who is... Yeah, inc- the nerve. Incredible like, at Kung Fu. I, I guess he has superpowers Hey, guys, like my name's Goku. Uh, nope. Yeah, he's got really stupid hair. So, right off the bat, something it's identifiable. so man. cool uh, that everyone is Japanese <laughs> except the main character. Because it's 2009. We don't fucking care. Yeah, we'll just go with this. This is okay. Uh, and he's being trained by his grandfather, who's Asian, so it reminds me of Three Ninjas, I guess. And uh, <laughs> grandpa's grandpa's not going to teach him like some sort of ancient how to destroy, how to utilize his key or something like that. So he's like, well, then can you at least teach me how to get lead? Because that's all he wants <laughs> to do is get lead. And that's the Goku I remember from the show. All he could think about was getting lead. <laughs> the whole first act... It, he's being he's hanging out with his grandpa Gohan, training with him the entire first act. I thought it was Master Roshi, <laughs> and did not realize until we meet Master Roshi later. Like, wait, who the fuck was that? <laughs> Which says more about me. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe I came in with my preconceived notions on what the show is. But uh... I have to admit, the first time I watched this, I was like, um, oh, maybe they, the movie's just really racist and assume that a white guy can't learn any sort of karate without, like, an ancient Chinese master teaching him or something. But no. So, where does this movie take place? It has to be, where has are to be we? Southern California, right? Just a lot of... Sure, whatever. I, just I, a, lot of, a lot of dojos out in SoCal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... So I should mention the first time I watched this. I'm pretty sure I watched this of my own volition. You did. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it myself before Parker can assign it to me, which still ends up with me watching this. Joke's on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not great at logical reasoning. I'm also not great at uh, fights. See, he goes to his high school, 
right off the bat we have some problems <laughs> oh my god so i had to watch this in chunks because my week was all fucky when i saw goku going to high school shut it off if there's one thing on this godforsaken planet i don't want to see it's Goku. I was gonna say the Broly movie, but also, Goku. yeah, totally. I'm not gonna watch it again this week. Yeah, it's Goku. What are you talking about? It's Go- Goku, the high school student. Do you think he'll learn how you to drive? You know what he's in Dragon Ball? He's a child, and at the very end, he's an adult because there's a time jump. There's no Goku sitting in class daydreaming about broads <laughs> or getting shoved into lockers by anonymous bullies. All I can think. You know of- what he does? He lives in the woods like a little fucking mountain man and hunts dinosaurs with a sword and eats them. He doesn't go to fucking algebra. Does a, does a shitload of push-ups and that's about it. You know, I, I wish when I was in high school, I'd, someone would be like, come on, Chris, you have to go to class. And I wish I would have said, duty awaits me. I would have had so many <laughs> girlfriends. It would have been an all-you-can-fuck buffet. <laughs> now, Parker, there is something to be said for the, the nerdy white guy who's wearing a hoodie, he's got bad hair, who thinks he's good at kung fu, he likes anime, is picked on by bullies, is attracted to the really hot Asian girl. Wait a second. What I'm saying is this is a movie for school shooters. This is the trench coat mafia movie. (laughs) This is very alarming. (laughs) (laughs) This is Elliot Rogers' favorite movie. I have to admit, there were certain points where I was watching that, I started with, hey, hey, I don't look like that. (laughs) <laughs> and I was watching like yeah I look like that it's <laughs> very disappointing it's fucking hair it's like because I get it you took one look at Dragon Ball Z and you they probably googled it nothing more and they looked at oh Goku's hair looks like that look at the makeup like, and styling like you... department it's just an empty chair <laughs> well just tell him to go nuts with the hair gel I feel like if someone's like hey make Dragon Ball Z live action you look at it you look at the hair and go nah <laughs> It's not gonna work. You'll probably there's have no way to make it. There's no way to make it look right. You can't have a real person with CGI hair. You can't have a wig. You can't just gel it up like this. You know you can't. You can't do the, it. The whole fucking scene where he's in astronomy or whatever, and he's he's staring at Chi-Chi, and it's just like the, the whole daydream sequence. It looks like something from one of those like Disney Channel movies or something like that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chi-Chi, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> Does a little fucking dance. She's eating a strawberry, of all things. And I don't know what's funnier about this scene. The astronomy professor calling the white guy Goku, or the white guy just launching into his theory about the Namex. <laughs> a fucking lizard juice that attacked us thousands of years ago. All right, Goku. Yeah, let's uh, class dismissed. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. Everyone's looking at him like, "Oh, what a weirdo!" And Chi Chi feels so bad for him, and then, <laughs> then he somehow uses his key to open up all the lockers uh, for everyone who's listening. When I say key, imagining um, it's like a different word, not like a key. That they sure do say airbending like three times in this movie. By the I way, wonder if there was there like a really a popular shit. anime that was out that was using that term or something. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, there's a movie about it. We can watch that one too. Oh, you're gonna watch that at the end of uh, the series. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... that's our fucking meat cute. By the way, is this fucking dork with spiked up hair rambling about the green lizard men that attacked Earth, and her being like, 
I'm gonna fuck that dude's brains out. No, no, and there's then a different. This is mind powers to open her locker. And I was like, all right, well, I guess they're gonna have babies together. Well, it's, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, Parker, Parker, Parker. Yes. Look at me, Parker. I know a little something about the ladies. I know what the ladies Must like. Nice. Ladies like it when you're smooth, when you help them out with things, you know. Like, oh, I can't open my locker. I've got a paper that's doing experience. Oh, no, what am I going to do? Oh, I'll just open all the lockers with my mind power. Oh, put your pants in my vagina, you know? You know, it's, it's the way it goes. So, uh... Hey, babe, notice here uh, your locker's changed. Yeah, Hillary Clinton's a uh, space Namekian. <laughs> John Podesta is raping kids on Planet Namek with Perunk. <laughs> all right! Yeah, so, uh, can I come party at your castle? Anyway, uh, so yeah, what the? F- I will. No, we'll get to that in a second. But we have to talk about their conversation, okay? First of all, the white guy's dressed like it's forty degrees outside. She's dressed like it's the mid seventies. She's wearing a fucking sundress. He's Let's wearing, lose like, some layers, lady. We're trying to sell tickets here. <laughs> He's wearing like three layers, and so uh, she's like, "Oh, you used your key to open up all the lockers because it's everyday stuff, right?" And he's like, oh, you know about Key? And she says, just because my name is Chi-Chi doesn't make me a complete idiot. Now, I ha- By the way, I had to look that one up. human beings say the name Chi-Chi out loud. Yeah, that's a lot. Maybe <laughs> consider a different name. <laughs> no, I actually had to look this one up. and Because I remember thinking that, that line was like the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. I mainly wrote it down. Turns out that one actually makes sense. So Chi-Chi is actually a word that the Japanese use for milk. It's also a slang term for breast. And another word for breast is boob. And another word for boob is full. So what I'm saying is I had to go online to make this joke funny. (laughs) I had to look at so many pictures of Japanese boobs. What do you... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally every name in Dragon Ball is a pun of some sort. And none of them transfer to a fucking human void white kids <laughs> saying them out loud. Really open boss carrot would be this. Alright, so what's all what else? All the sayings are vegetables. Figure it out. Like, alright, man. So anyway. I guess I'll just say this yeah. in a script. Anyway, he uh, tells her... Hey, you know what Piccolo's henchman's name is? Drum and tambourine. <laughs> None of it matters. So, Parker, uh, upon this time, the white guy tells her that her name isn't normal, and she responds by inviting him to her party at a castle. <laughs> If there's anything oh, he nagged her so hard with his key. If there's anything that girls like, it's being told that their name isn't normal. <laughs> hey, I mean, Grandpa Gohan told us all we need to know about normals already. That's right. He said, normals are bad. <laughs> Not that you're bad or that you're normal. Uh, what I mean is, your ha- your name isn't normal. I mean... <laughs> uh, I'm not going to die. Here's a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so... He... Oh, I didn't write down any of the lines there? Huh. I still remember. That's okay. So he decides to okay. not spend his birthday with his grandpa. Oh, no. He didn't have a line anyway, so I don't care. So instead he goes <laughs> to that party, right? And those bullies are there. These bullies had previously run over his bike, and uh, he didn't want to fight them because fighting is bad in a Dragon Ball Z movie. If there's one thing I know about Goku, <laughs> he hates to fight. It's Never leaves, like, countless villains alive because, like, oh, man, he murdered all my friends and all spilled the planet. That was a good fight. Come back when you're stronger. We can spar again. That happens <laughs> at least 17 times. So, anyway. Goddamn show. It's fine. He, it's fine. It's not the same. It's fine. It's fine. He Continue. It's fine. Anyway, he... Apparently, this character had recently watched the uh, Slava Zizek debate versus Jordan Peterson because he <laughs> decides to defeat these characters with reason and facts and logic and without his fists. So I'm he just charging my key. <laughs> he just decides he'll let these bullies attack him and he'll dodge all their punches. Now, for all you little trench coat mafians out there who are watching this movie, be like, "Yeah, 
this is this is what I'll do to all those bullies who don't respect me and pants me and drag me around the track when I'm making eyes at the one hot Asian girl in math class. I'll do this to them. Don't do this to them. You will get your ass kicked. I can tell you, it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, facts don't care about... Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, this will not work out for you. Anyway... It's it's actually a really <laughs> annoying fight scene. Like, he, dude, like, Spencer, you didn't tell me about his key. This is bullshit. Like, this is something where it's like, if you got like a Jackie Chan to do this or a Bruce Lee to do this, it'd be pretty cool. But instead, you have some white guy doing it, and it's not. Look, I don't like bringing race into it all the time. God knows, we never bring race into it on this podcast. But like, <laughs> but it's just something about him, right? If you haven't seen this movie, just look at this. It's dude. not even the fact that he's extremely white, but he is this milk toast white bread motherfucker. How else am I supposed to, to describe him? There's place. nothing else about him that stands out or is distinct at all so the white guy is in this fight without fighting he's the square peg in the round hole of this movie like what what are you doing here yeah why do you look like that yeah he's can you even so do a push up why are you in this movie he really really bugs me in the scene like the guy punches him and he dodges it. he goes missed yeah i know the film is a visual Boy, medium <laughs> you know what this movie needs quips <laughs> lots of quips Oh. Let's punch it up, baby. Yeah, so... Any- <laughs> oh, did this open at number eight? That's probably good. Yeah, of course. Anyway, so... Uh, Imagine losing out to the haunting in Connecticut and knowing. So, you hate to see... And Hannah Montana, the movie. You hate to see it. So, Chi-Chi witnesses him getting this one guy to destroy his own car. If girls like anything, it's watching guys beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. So, she's like, hey, um, facts. come inside. And he's walking with her, right? Right there, like, walking together. And she's like... You've never done this before, have you? I'm like, what, beat up those guys? Like, he trains with his grand... Oh my god, do you mean walk next to a girl? That's... <laughs> what, what do you mean? That, that's nothing. Like, that, that doesn't yeah, do I've totally done that. So, <laughs> just, anyway, uh, he ends up saying, Boy, this is my best birthday ever. I'm next to a girl. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, his yeah. spider sense starts... Hey, our fucking hero, ladies and germs. Yeah. Uh, she... I... Apparently, just standing next to a girl—that's that's like halfway to first base, right? That is a level beyond Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, I mean, I don't know. Some people say it's a way to lose your powers. I wouldn't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, his spider sense starts tingling, and he realizes his grandpa's in trouble because some other <laughs> looks up at the moon. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. Grandpa's in trouble. And then Chi Chi calls him Goku for some reason, and uh, he leaves. And it turns out Grandpa's under attack by some Asian lady whose outfit has a very, very strange boob window. <laughs> Boy, howdy. It's... Do you think this was an accident? No. Uh, <laughs> it's a very unfortunate. So, Piccolo's henchmen are all like giant green monsters and dragon things. But that costs money, so what if it was an Asian woman with a push up bra? <laughs> Got him. That'll convince kids to see this. They want to see. That's what the boys out there want. A rock and one inch of cleave. Sloppy tits and green men and <laughs> space Jews attacking Earth. You can't tell me that's not what that sounds like. This Infowars motherfucker, and they're just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that Goku, he's a crazy one. Yeah. <laughs> so, any. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh... I'm really stuck on that scene because it's. Should have been a warning sign. Apparently, she just blows up the entire house looking for the Dragon Ball. And I think my favorite thing is uh, Goku 
sorry, the white guy asking his grandfather, what does this do? And he says, on some, nothing. It just, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a very John Carpenter line delivery. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, ah, I play with the dog sometimes. It just pegs it at a pug. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Um, Bulma shows up. Her name is Bulma Briefs. Just, you don't have, there's no other Briefs in the movie. Just say Bulma. Don't call your character Just have them briefs. on a first name. Oh, we don't want them on a first name basis with each other. Just, just say Bulma. Just just call her Bulma Smith. I don't care. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Briefs is my father. Call me Bulma. So I was going to say how funny it is that she only has one strand of blue hair. That's apparently the connection to the to the TV wow. show. Way to really fucking go for it, guys. But what's really funny... 30 million well spent. Is her fucking weird-ass performance. Emily Rossum is sleepwalking through this movie. She I, looks like she showed up on set and went... Okay, like, are we parking at this empty warehouse? Oh, this is where we're... Sh- oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh no! I thought this is a real movie. Okay, okay. No, she is okay. doing this That's movie fine. entirely to pay off a speeding ticket. <laughs> you know, student loans are just a vice grip on all of us, Chris. You gotta do what you yeah, gotta exactly. Do. Liz Warren hadn't decided to uh, to get rid of student loans. Well, you got to default on those. I don't think so. You got to get in there and throw your fake gun. <laughs> Does she have a fucking laser gun? Like, what are we? Yeah, doing? it's one of the laser guns from Super Smash Brothers. Guess what I've been playing. So, anyway, uh, it's. It is a very dire performance. She straight up does not care. What did she call the Dragon Ball? She calls it something else. The Millennium Crystal or the... Ah, yes, the Millennium the, Puzzle. The Infinity War or the or the Chaos Emerald or something. Don't patronize me with things I yeah, know. Yeah, so whatever she calls it. You can't just call <laughs> it... Your... Obama chuckles. <laughs> Do you mean the Dragon Balls? <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know why, but the funniest line of the movie is a white guy turning around and saying to her, I'm Goku. It's it's jarring every it's time. So funny! It's because your initial reaction is no, you're not. <laughs> I'm Goku. Hey, fuck you too, pal. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So anyway, they go into the city and uh, they Just start calling every God, single man. person with the last name Roshi. I I forgot how they know him. I guess he was the one who trained his grandfather. Anyway, she says I've tried every different spelling of Roshi. There are, like, three different spellings of Roshi, so that doesn't take much long, you know? And then he's like, have you tried Master Yoshi? B-M-A-S-T. Because <laughs> this movie is for newborns. Um, they end up finding this Master Roshi. I don't remember how. Oh, because she has, like, a scanner, so why don't you use that the entire time? Who knows? Anyway, it turns out that apartment is owned by Chow Yun-Fat, playing Master you know Roshi. What? If you're not going to go into full old man pervert who just reads titty magazines all day, this is not the worst route to go. Having an actual actor who has some charisma and can move it's, it's, without looking like he's being hoisted by wires like a marionette. It's, this is going to sound... This is going to sound... Uh, <laughs> this is going to sound like a weird comparison, but did you ever see the the Dungeons & Dragons movie? This feels like a trick question. It's, but no, I have not. It's actually, I've never made it through. It's actually one of the best good bad movies I've ever seen because there's this there's a scene, right, between 
whoever that girl is from Hocus Pocus and American Beauty, two very different performances by her. Oh my God, that's <laughs> uh, I got she, recoiled. This is that. this is in between those movies for her. She was making Dungeons and Dragons, and also Jeremy Irons. They give two very different performances. She is making that movie to pay off a parking ticket. He is going all in. And that's kind of how I felt with uh, Chow Yun-Fat and Emily Rossum. She is sleepwalking through this, and he is drunk off his ass. So, um... She could not care less. He's like, I mean, who cares this bombs? I was in hard boil. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Fuck, I'm doing this. He, he, he's pretty much just like, look, even no one in China is going to watch this. But Parker... Exactly. Did you notice the shirt that he was wearing? Was that the same shirt that fucking Dwight wore when he played basketball with the warehouse people? <laughs> That's a good pull. <laughs> I couldn't stop looking. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, they stop fighting because I, there's no reason. Anyway. Um, they, <laughs> Pretty, I didn't remember that there was a fight. There was, but briefly. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Goku oh, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, you know this style. I also know it. We're friends now. Yeah. So Goku uh, is like, oh, we have to find the Dragon Balls. And Chow yun is like, okay. And uh, I paused the movie by accident on the Bikini Quarterly magazine for research purposes. And also I had an accident. Oh yeah, dude, same. Anyway, Parker, <laughs> I want you to imagine a world where there's a magazine headline article. with uh, It's just a headline that says, The 50 Most Attractive Girls of the Past 50 Years. That uh, is the most oof. incredible thing I've ever read that in my is life. a broad swipe. <laughs> How could that possibly exist like max will just say the 50 hottest women and first of all you're not going to call them girls you're not going to call them attractive and the past 50 years <laughs> oh yeah here's here's pam anderson like that snack jackie kennedy like, fucking what i'm trying to I'm trying to get something done here <laughs> hey man you like liz taylor <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> here's Betty Ford, fuckface. Here, All right, well. Here's Betty White. Well, I'm already almost Here's there. Betty White again. Here, oh, and uh, this is not Betty White. <laughs> here's a time lapse, and we're like, well, oh. already, we're already in the finishing strokes here. So have to write this out. Yeah. This is real Turtle Crane style. Oh, God. So, a bunch of stuff happens. Because I, I can tell my next note is from, like, way way into the future i skipped a lot of things but i'll try to tell the boy the middle of this movie is like hey here's the early parts of dragon ball crammed into 15 minutes we're going on adventures so they're like which is a big part of early dragon ball but then also there's this evil green guy just kind of hanging around. yeah so they they're like oh let's go search in the desert for more dragon balls because that's not a waste of time and they take her special dune buggy and goku has to like run carrying a bunch of packs I'm like oh it's like training it's like when yoda was training luke on that planet and it made him like carry him it's like he'll make him stronger right goku's outpacing that fucking dune buggy okay <laughs> oh let's watch him train okay training's done yeah so that's that's cool. all that it is thank you i can see this character grow i feel like i'm growing with him parker uh <laughs> anyway they end up i think i like the part where he starts training and he's already excelling at it so i <laughs> i think this is the part of the movie where they fall into a hole and your favorite character, Yamcha, shows up. This fucking trash-ass <laughs> idiot is in this goddamn movie. Yamcha is a, such a fucking suck-ass clown. Like I said, like the Piccolo thing is at the end of Dragon Ball. At that point in Dragon Ball, the original series, Yamcha already does not matter. 
all he does throughout Z is just die in embarrassing and hilarious ways. And they put this motherfucker in the movie with nary a Krillin to be found, <laughs> which is short people erasure. Krillin was their training since, like, episode 13. They're just like, now nah, we don't need this little bald midget in here. We'll put everyone's favorite, Yamcha. And they don't even have the courtesy to give him that third eye that he has. So, anyway. It's not the same! <laughs> it's fucked! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, they're in that hole, and Master Roshi feels like this would now be as good a time as ever to tell them the entire opening monologue again. Now, in case you came in late. Now, I understand. I, I, I promise, I understand. You know, when you give your backstory at the beginning of the movie, I know that you're telling the audience, now the protagonist, and the protagonist is going to have to learn some of this on his own. That doesn't mean that you restate it word for word, like Master Roshi does to Bulma. Okay? That, it, it's so insulting. It's just like, I know you guys weren't paying attention here, but here's how we're going to fuck up your uh, childhood you getting franchise. settled, get, getting your popcorn ready. Uh, you, you might not have heard some of it. We couldn't afford to put text on the screen. So anyway, so his name is Piccolo, and... <laughs> <laughs> like... And all I could think of this whole thing was, like, I get you want to, like, set the groundwork because you want this to be a series. But, like I said, we got Z first in America. We didn't get any of this until years later. And you know what? We did fine. <laughs> there was a good guy. And there was a bad guy. And they fought each other. That's all well, you needed. Speaking of fighting, look, I was playing a video game. Uh, which one? It could have been any of them. I looked down Fake. for a split, a split second. Okay, I looked back at the screen, and Goku, Bulma, Roshi, and Yamcha ugh, are fighting slime <laughs> monsters on planet Zebes. Yeah, Parker, what the journey to the center of the earth horse shit is this? I do not know what was going on there. Yeah, blankety miss it, because they just be in there like, ah, oh, good thing that's over with. It felt like... So the legend of the Uzaru, like, <laughs> fucking blow my brains out. So they keep on walking, because apparently that was... Not even a big deal or whatever. They happened upon... What a, are we at? Uh, Runtime still an hour five. Okay, so do we have money left to make some rock monsters then? Does that sound good? Yeah, ever? look, they, they happened upon a martial arts term in the middle of the desert, and look who's there, our good friend Chi-Chi. Good. By the way, just make this movie a martial arts tournament. There's like three of them in the original Dragon Ball. Right. That's how they encountered Piccolo. There's a giant tournament. And then Piccolo just shows up and murders Krillin. Oh. Just give me an Enter the Dragon, a Mortal Kombat-esque, here's Goku, here's Krillin, here's Roshi, here's a bunch of other people that are going to fight each other. Winner against Dragon Ball. It doesn't matter. To just be fair, I, I don't know if they could have got Yun fat to call himself Jackie Chun. So You know what? That's fair. He was spitting this dude's fucking face. <laughs> yeah, you're Jackie Chun. Fuck you. <laughs> so, he would not have returned that call. So... Uh, Chi-Chi is fighting the other hot Asian lady, and yeah, they're just fighting. And uh, at one point, the other Asian lady scratches her, just barely. And uh, It's like in the first Fast and the Furious when they just show up in the desert to this secret race going on. <laughs> I forgot about that. This is Race Wars, but it's fighting. I forgot about that, thank you. So, anyway. So, imagine seeing someone in one of those heavy-duty, no-holds-bards, anything's-allowed martial arts tournament, seeing they have a small scratch in their arm and asking, Whoa, are you okay? 
<laughs> you know, I didn't do my uh, what I watched this week, but I watched Bloodsport earlier this week. <laughs> Very drastic one and two, let me tell you. The whiplash was severe. <laughs> yes. That, Bloodsport has a dude just stepping on people's heads after he beats them. It says Chi-Chi getting a cut, and they're like, fuck, guys, oh, geez, what are we going to do? Good. She can't come with us. She's damaged good. This is pretty serious. We can't carry this dead weight anymore. Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm okay. And the thing is, I can tell what they're doing. They're trying to, like, draw attention to be like, oh, she's going to get her blood and use that to transform into her. Yeah, yeah, by the way, this Asian lady's a shapeshifter. You figure it out. Uh, Parker, you remember uh, the show a little bit better than I do. Is that Asian lady Android 18? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay, because that's, maybe that's who she is. Anyway, is she the ox king? <laughs> is she Bosker? Anyway, uh, so, Master... He's a giant rabbit named Boss Carrot, and that show became a fucking global phenomenon. <laughs> Put that side to side, this giant rabbit trying to steal from a village... It's just side by side with the finale of Super being played in Mexico to like 10,000 <laughs> screaming people on the streets. The anime is fucking weird, man. Yeah. The show ended up being bigger than soccer. Anyway. Um, so Master Roshi is just like, well, I've got nothing better to do. I will teach you how to do the Kamehameha wave. Now, remember, I don't know if you ever saw... How much of Dragon Ball, the, the show, did you actually see? Have you seen the whole thing? Uh, I've seen most of the beginning and then... I haven't seen any of like the middle arcs, but I've seen the. End I've only arc. seen bits and snippets, and again, I, I had football practice, but I. I've been meaning to go through and just like start a Dragon Ball to the end of Super, but I have a lot of Avatar to get through yes, first. Yes, you do. <laughs> Naughty boy needs his spankings. Anyway, I just remember when Master Rishi is teaching them the Kamehameha wave that uh, Krillin actually says Kamehameha when he launches out, and it just sort of like fart bubbles out from his hands. It's kind of funny <laughs> because he's saying it like different than you expect. Uh, but in this, they actually call it the Kamehameha. It's like, you know that's based on, like, a Hawaiian guy? <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, an, like, you can't just change it. I don't know, they call him Gohan, too. They don't really seem to give a shit. Yeah, we'll say it all we want. It's fine. Well, I mean, it's not like anyone who's listening to this would care about it. Anyway, uh, so he has to do that whole, uh, put out the lights, no, light up the things with your key. And she, Parker, this one's just for you. So it's a courtyard scene, right? Where he has to light all the lanterns with his key, and he can take a step toward Chi Chi if he succeeds, or take a step back if he fails. All I could think about is Robin and Batman and Robin not being able to come. <laughs> just desperately like, if I get this wick wet, I will finally bust this colossal Saiyan nut. All he wants to do, he doesn't give a shit about his dead grandpa or shooting Hawaiian waves out of his hands. When she tells, when she tells him to take a step back, the look on his face. All he, uh-huh. I finished. All he wants to do is bust this sensu nut. And, she, <laughs> and she's just like, no, no, no. Step back. Do a closer focus on me. And the, the worst part about it is this... Look, I don't watch a lot of cuckold fantasy porn or anything like that. But yeah, me neither. I assume that it's... I also, unprovoked, don't I, do that same thing. I, I assume that it's basically like this. He's, she's like, for every single one of these, you get to take a step toward me. And he's like, okay, and what happens at the end of it? She's like, you'll be standing right next to me. 
And if it was me, I would have been like, yeah, so? <laughs> I used my key to no hands Jack. <laughs> Done, Trayvon. Anyway, she's just like, no. Use your key to put out all the torches or something like that. I would have been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have expelled all of my energy. Babe, I could try math again. <laughs> Please <laughs> just watch it. Is it dry in here? It's, it's, it feels so dry, but it's so moist. Oh, God. Oh, God. Back up, please. <laughs> just watch it. Ah, your grandpa left you this gee. Oh, perfect timing, because uh, anyway, this one is yeah. a fucking spider's web. Yeah, anyway, he puts out all the torches, I guess, because it'll make kissing her better or something. Is the implication that they fuck right there in the courtyard? I. Because right then it gets to Yamcha and, and Emily Rossum, and he's like, I didn't know he edited them. And she's like, it's always the quiet ones. It's always the quiet ones what? What about the quiet ones? Yeah, trust me. It's always the quiet ones muttering about <laughs> Namekians. <laughs> yeah, it's always, trust me, it's always the quiet, respected loaders at school who get all the crumbs. I love going to Comic King Kai Pizza and ordering with extra mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> girls love that <laughs> girls that's and then they came to earth and they infiltrated the government out of the giant pedophilia <laughs> ring at Hillary Clinton's and Namekian and like, oh man girls he's that... gonna put a baby in me before this week this fortnight is over <laughs> girls at school call me Goku because I've never had sex <laughs> <laughs> Roger Podesta the emails they had greed and they have antenna they can regrow their arms if you rip them off like I'll tell you what I'm gonna go home I'm gonna do my homework I'm gonna drive down to the desert have my secret karate fight and then I'm mounting that sweet little mountain boy and putting his seed deep in me cause he is saying all the right things you know what I'm saying folks it's pretty much just like Sansa was saying he's gonna get in that pussy <laughs> Uh, I'm a big fan of her just always being online, just hammered on red wine. <laughs> She's having a, a real one every shit. single day possible. You, uh, you know what? I've seen her in other movies. She knows. She's cashed yeah. out. Take that Game of Thrones money. Get the fuck off my screen. Yeah. She was the, she was the one who was in Solo, right? Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, this leads to <laughs> Chi-Chi fighting Actually. Chi-Chi in surprisingly the most boring battle in the movie. And that's saying quite a lot. <laughs> They're even lighting fires and we're like, see guys, stuff going on. This is what you want, huh? Wishing no offense to, um, uh, uh give me a second. <laughs> Jamie Chung, uh, she's not really good at being a fighter. <laughs> That's not very nice to say, but holy it's shit. It's one of these movies where you look and be like, did you cast them because they're Asian and assume they could fight? I feel like you assume she could fight because she's Asian. That's a thousand percent what they did. Uh, oh, good. My next line of notes just says, every second of this movie cracks me up. Imagine watching it in the theater. <laughs> like, it's... We have to, like, reiterate. Like, this movie's bad, but it's not boring. Oh, like, no. I... This movie breezes by. Yeah, yeah. It it's under 90 minutes, too. hilarious. Like, part of me is just, like... It, this feels like the movie that your parents had to drag you to, and at one point you're trying to drag them out. But they're like, no, no, we, we can't get our money back for this. They're like, no, no, I can't see any more of this. But it's 2009. <laughs> so you're, you're 19 years old. You you drove yourself here. Yeah, there's... Well, even at... I... 
Yeah, I cannot believe I didn't see this in a theater. This seems like something. Oh, this must have been in my phase where it was like, I'm not going to go by myself. What am I, a loser? Back before I just accepted, like, oh no, being alone is actually incredibly cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just go. It's fine. So, uh. Oh my god, I forgot this director is the guy who did the first and third Final Destination movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> how he, he made his mark, this. and then this happened. And then also Jet Li's the one, which is a thousand percent future episode. <laughs> oh, good. oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I get my when that movie away. ends with Jet Li on a fucking space pyramid fighting clones while Papa Roach's Last Resort starts playing, <laughs> holy fucking shit, dude! <laughs> holy shit. Eleven stars. I know what I'm it's downloading. So, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god! Jason Statham with hair as a space cop following him through dimensions. You better fucking believe it, buddy. Anyway, so he imagine those are your four movies: two Final Destinations, <laughs> Destinations, that, and then Dragon Ball Evolution. Dragon Ball Evolution. So the white guy ends up fighting. Uh, what's his name? Krillin or something? Did you know what? It's fine. <laughs> so he ends up fighting Cell on his mountain thing, and he somehow. By the way, we just kind of get to the ending in a hurry, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I wasn't really we're sure like what was going 45 on. Forty-five minutes. So we're like, oh shit, we're almost out of time. No. We have this weird fight. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> so, when the Asian lady steals Chi-Chi's blood, and she fucking jetpacks out of the room. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they take this show where everyone can fly, and they're like, oh wait, certainly they don't know how to fly yet. <laughs> Just give her a fucking jetpack, and it's never brought up again. <laughs> I think one of my other favorite scenes is uh, she's fighting Emily Rossum, who I'm not going to call her Bulma. And uh, Emily Rossum's like, okay, you want it? Here, you can have it. And she just throws this giant metal object at her that she dodges <laughs> anyway. Just trying to she fucking like, trash can her. Like she's fucking... fuck was that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But anyway, she survives it. And anyway, I think Emily Rossum, I think, ends up winning. No, um, someone else kills her or something. Fuck, I don't this remember. This is the part where... He goes to save Chi Chi, but he attacks the wrong one and he gets knocked out. And then he wakes up in the Black Panther afterlife where he sees his dad. He's like, Oh, you must fight with the power to the black key. And then he wakes yeah. up like, Oh, I gotta go stop picking Fucking Mufasa tells him to find his true self or something. <laughs> anyway, uh. It... Is it not the exact. He wakes up in the spirit <laughs> realm with a weird color and talks to his ancestor. What I'm saying is Ryan Coogler ripped off Dragon Ball. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it, it gets to the point where he's fighting uh, Krillin or whatever the Green Namek's name is. And, uh, God, shut up. Anyway, he somehow turns into a monkey. I thought that's like when he pulled on his tail, he turns into a monkey. <sighs> is that the way? I don't know. Uh, anyway. So when you look at a full moon, he turned into a giant ape. But also you have to have a tail. Guess what he doesn't have? A fucking tail. Also. It's fine. Well, again, I mean, if you're going to nitpick all this little stuff that doesn't really matter. but It's just like, if you're going to do it, like, fucking, what is this half-ass, a sort of this awful CGI-looking werewolf thing? Like, why even bother if that's what it's going to look so like? So, instead... Like, you name-dropped it twice, had him change for ten seconds, and then he changed back. Like, what is, what's the point? Look, it's been a long time for me since I've seen a movie with a monkey in it where the monkey doesn't dome-shot people. So, I was very, very disappointed. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Every single... I'm going to go back and rewatch Ed now and be stupendously disappointed. <laughs> Why are you so slow with the trigger, little man? 
<laughs> you will never be the most valuable primate this way. <laughs> we spend this whole movie, my whole movie, I mean, they say twice, like, oh yeah, this giant monkey thing, it's Piccolo's thing, and he helps. And then it's like, oh no, it's actually you, Goku. It's like, ah, fuck! And then he turns into a monkey for approximately 45 seconds. And then he turns back into a human because my grandpa says there's no rules. Dude, fucking fuck off right now. Also, by the way, in the show, he absolutely killed his grandpa as a kid when he turned into a monkey and didn't realize it. (laughs) He just kind of wasted that whole moment. Good job. It's probably okay, though, because, you know, job. it's not... I mean, he just transformed into Grey Babe, and now he wants to fight his girlfriend at the end of the movie. <laughs> then Master Roshi just dies, because they're like, there ain't no fucking way we're getting Chug and Fat back for Dragon Ball Evolution 2. Might as well just murk his No, own they baby. used a wish to bring him back from the dead. I would have used it for the Fuck. perfect Yoda impression, but okay. <laughs> Of all the things you could wish for. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> this old pervert. <laughs> he already taught you the three moves he knows. Let him die. One of them's a motor boat. Back, he's, like, he's like, oh yeah, it was great. I was at peace. And I felt like I belonged. <laughs> now I'm here. Then your grandfather told me to fuck off. <laughs> On this godless hell planet that gets attacked by green monsters we have to talk about master roshi so in the show he's a pervert he looks at titty magazines and at one point he wants to see bulma naked at several points he wants to see her naked but in this he places his hand on like her thigh or like her quadricep or her hip above her hips or something like that and she's just like ah hands off mister it's just like boy haven't we come a far away Typical Me Too culture, but yeah. that's all I gotta say. Was... <laughs> Old karate masters, you know, that's just how they were raised. You know, it was a different time. Those Super Saiyan <laughs> Justice Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of use out of that. I can feel it. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, I want you to imagine for a second. As soon as the credits rolled, I was just like, imagine making a sequel to this. Imagine if they made a second one with like the same actors. They just brought them back. And then... I look at the runtime on the file, I mean the DVD, and it's, uh, it says there's like seven minutes of credits left. I'm like, what's going on here? It's such an ominous realization. Oh, I just kind of like leave it on. I'll listen to the music. At one point they play a stupid <laughs> rock song. And then there's a mid-credits scene, like it's a fucking Marvel movie or something. The feeling when you a movie ends and you look down and see eight minutes left and you're like, no, 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 no. This doesn't add up one bit. No, 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 no. It's kind of like what? no. It's it's a good thing that Alex isn't here because he wouldn't have seen it. But uh, the mid credit scene, like you think about other mid credits or end credit scenes, it's just like oh, Nick Fury's here. He's gonna ask me to join the Avengers, or or more likely, it'll be like oh, they fought this guy, but there's gonna be another villain. And you know, Dragon Ball Z has a lot of villains. It's got you know Frieza, Cell, Boo, Boss Carrot. So who's the next villain gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Who, who's it gonna For be? Three hours, <laughs> we watched this older <laughs> Japanese lady grind up some fucking leaves into a into a jar, take it into a room, and there's Piccolo just laying into bed, all tucked in like he's in his jammy jams going night night. <laughs> Looking at the camera, not even making a menacing face, just kind of looking like, man, it's a living. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. He's just laying there like, yeah, I'm still alive somehow. It just And by the way, man, you know what I just realized? So the whole running joke with Dragon Ball is just the fights go on forever. Yeah. 
Goku and Piccolo fight for two and a half minutes, <laughs> if that. But Parker... They exchange, like, three blasts, and then it's over, so, and then they wish for the old pervert to come So, back. we don't like to speculate, but I just want to say that I think in the second movie, they were going to have Piccolo become his friend, like he does in Dragon Ball Z, and then the bad guy was going to be Mr. Satan. Oh, God. I want real-life Mr. Satan more than I've ever wanted anything. Oh, if you, if you want me, you just need to call me. one of my favorite characters. Oh, my God. If he could grow your hair out like that, that would do a lot for me. One of my all-time favorite characters in anything ever. It's so goddamn funny. I think one of my favorite scenes is when they were considering... I think Goku was considering doing that fusion transformation. It's like, well, he does have a basic understanding of fighting. He's the only person around. I guess I can... Give it a try. I love that he walks around with the world title belt and also a cape. <laughs> He's my favorite fucking character. He's the, the original George, gorgeous George. <laughs> He's so cool. He's the people's champion. Speaking of gorgeous, how about the special effects in this movie? <sighs> you can tell they knew what they had because they really backloaded. I'm like, look, if you made it this far, sorry, but this is what we got. We had to save what we could. So. Here's a couple energy blasts. It kind of looks like they're flying, right, everybody? Oh, so, you know, it's, again, it's weird. The thing came out in 1982, and their spaceship looks better than everything in this movie. Oh, my God, dude, the long shots of his fucking whatever it is playing in space. Oh, oh it's it's a dire situation. <laughs> Has the movie ever had people, like, flying and punching each other ever looked good in history? Ever. It's always looked like the most cornball-ass shit of them jumping at each other and then just going straight up and throwing weak punches. This is the the thing that no one wants me to say, but I'm going to have to say it. Even Wirefu movies have this problem. Oh yeah, it's it has never ever looked good. Ever. Like people it say, "Oh no, it's like part of their culture." Look, part of their culture sucks. Sorry. Like part of our Let me tell you about western culture. Yeah. Uh this movie, <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution, <laughs> Notre Dame child pageants. Yeah. What? Oh. Monster energy. Thank you for mentioning that's our culture. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm not saying we're perfect, but you know, at, at least, at least we do have code red. So yeah, check yeah. <laughs> there we go. It is part of our culture. The sun never sets on the Dew Empire. <laughs> I have to admit, you told me the, about that uh, thing with Boogie losing his teeth, but I looked up that video <laughs> where, where he's looking for his Mountain Dew and he can't find it. This one of the funniest videos ever. Saying, "Oh, you Mountain Dew drinking motherfucker, <laughs> let me I smell your breath every day. <laughs> let me smell your breath." <laughs> Dragon Ball could use more radical cities. <laughs> I agree. The <laughs> I can't afford Mountain Dew. The economy's really bad. Obama. <laughs> Fucking love Boogie. <laughs> Digimon Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring bring back Digimon Otis. Oh, real first guest. Anyway, I wonder how his dad's doing. <laughs> Owns his best smart. Can't afford to give his employees health insurance. <laughs> Did you want to notice so cool? <laughs> Best character. Anyway, so again, after he transforms into Grape Babe for about 45 seconds, he comes back and he wins and whatever, and he finds his girlfriend, Chi-Chi. She's just trained there, and uh, you know what girls really like? Again, as a resident chat, i got to tell you these things. Girls are really like getting punched in the face. Big fans <laughs> of physical fights. <laughs> so she, they're like, yeah, let's have a big kung fu battle, and I'm pretty sure he ends up kicking her right in the baby pouch. <laughs> Boy, that final shot is. Oh. <laughs> this is what we're going with. This movie wouldn't have flown in 1999, let alone 2009. <laughs> this movie shouldn't exist. 
I'm just thinking of like the original Kid Goku versus Piccolo fight that just ends with Goku literally flying through his chest, <laughs> and then this. It's not good. I'm just say you know, not as good. So I wonder, does this qualify as a good bad movie? Oh, absolutely! I could watch this again. I was in a I was actually kind of nervous. I I remember when I signed it to Alex, I was just like, I think he'll get a kick out of this. But as for Parker, this could break his spirit. <laughs> oh no. Like, Dude, there's enough Dragon Ball official things that are worse. Dragon Ball GT, I would watch this over any GT episode in a fucking heartbeat. GT is dying. I don't know why they need a Gran Turismo spinoff, but anyway. Um, but God the- damn it. <laughs> like, you know how, so they did Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is like the abridged version cut out all the filler. Yeah. The Boo Saga is still three full volumes. Oh, God. It is oh. endless. Like, I would take this over a lot of that stuff. <laughs> This is, like, it's horrendous. Every decision made is the wrong decision. Every change is a change for the worse. But it's never boring. Like, taking the story of this, like, little monkey boy who trains in martial arts and fights in tournaments and, like, fights demons into just this kid going to the fucking high school from American Pie and having a boner in class <laughs> and then fighting rock monsters with the op... By the way, so we spent, like, what, two, three scenes learning that Chi-Chi can fight? Not in the finale. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> no, she's not good you enough. Sit, there's, there's no, there's no Mechians. <laughs> Yamcha nowhere to be found. Like you establish all, because a lot of Dragon Ball, like especially early Dragon Ball, is just this ragtag group of fucking weirdos, all these eccentric, quirky people, and they try and have their cake and eat it too. Where they introduce all these people, and in the end, it's like. What if Goku turned into a monkey? But then he didn't. Oh, and then what well, the movie? Let's ended? not forget about all those great quips. You see, Bikini Quarterly. It's the collector's uh, we'll edition. We'll go ahead and insert those quips in later. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, Yamcha is driving really fast. Bulma says, "Are you trying to impress me?" And he says, "No, but I'll settle for scaring the crap out of you." It's so awesome that they looked at like all the Dragon Ball characters and went. We gotta fit Yamcha in here somehow. There's nothing fun or lighthearted about Dragon Ball. If you Ball. cut him from this movie, literally nothing changes. <laughs> Except they don't get trapped in a hole where he has an excuse to go, Oh, now that we're stuck down here and we don't want to show this man your titties or give him money, let me tell you the story about these magical balls and a dragon. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, this is a good excuse for Master Roshi to tell them that only a break can wield the wand. <laughs> like, this go. movie has a scene where Master Roshi apparently spends... Five, six decades not believing in the Dragon Balls. Meets Goku for five seconds and then goes to Ernie Hudson and is like, Yeah, you were right, actually. Can you give me that magical jar to trap Piccolo? <laughs> I keep <laughs> forgetting that was Ernie Hudson. Fucking, oh my god. He's just, he shows up like, Ah, you've returned. Yeah, actually, you were right. Ah, I really biffed that one. Sorry. So how do I do the magic spell to trap him in the mystical jar? So what's more humiliating for Ernie Hudson? Being in this or being in Ghostbusters 2016? Or being in Congo, or being in Mr. Magoo, or oh being in God, Ghostbusters 2. We should absolutely do a Congo at some point. Oh, of course. You know who else did Congo? It's the Nostalgia Critic. Ladies and gentlemen, next week's episode... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's legit, like, one of the worst episodes that he... It's That episode makes me, like, physically uncomfortable. I bet it's good. No, you're gonna find out, because... I'm... I knew I would. <laughs> it's legit. Like, I, no, I can't even assign to you because you'll be like, yeah, you watch stuff like this. No, I don't. That's the one where 
I skipped over that one because I couldn't watch it. Also, you know the worst thing about Congo. We'll get back to the movie in a second, but the worst thing about Congo is that Bruce Campbell's only in for five minutes. Watch like Escape from Hell. I did. I'm like, oh, dude, this is gonna be awesome. Oh. I, I really, really liked one of his. Um, it, it was in one of his books where he was talking about. So it was like, so why are all your movies B movies? Huh? And he's just like, kid, let me tell you how to make a movie. Let's say you got a great idea. You got a Michael Crichton novel, right? Okay, and uh, you want to cast someone good-looking? How about me in a lead role? How about that? You think that's a good idea? You want to get a, like a major studio behind it? You want to get a couple other well-known actors in there? You think it'd end up all right, right? You got a pretty good script, you know, got a pretty good score. You think that's all good, right? Everyone else is like, yeah, I'd say it's like, all right, congratulations, you just signed on for Congo, because I mean that's the way that a lot of these movies end up. I mean, they can't all be singers. Yeah. And uh, that's basically what we're saying is with uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, there's a lot of very good things about this movie. It's just, it doesn't quite fit. The, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you hand me a script and go, hey, do you want to be in a Dragon Ball movie? You're like, okay, if this is bad, whatever, it's bad. But if it's good, you're talking like seven, eight movies. Like, you are, you are never worrying about money ever again. You're just fucking, you're Robert Downey Jr. in this thing. <laughs> like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, I'm a king for a, I'm king of the castle bitch. speaking of why did Chi Chi live in a castle you know I think that's why I think it, li- it takes place in SoCal they can afford those kinds of things over there that's what I miss most about Dragon Ball because it <gasps> takes think place it was, in this do weird do you think it world. was uh, Nicolas Cage's <laughs> castle oh man which haunted castle was can this? you imagine if he showed up in this movie instantly a very different Better movie, movie. <laughs> he's oh. boss Garrett he's Master Roshi <laughs> I expected some more Asian. <laughs> oh, he's just doing his Fu Manchu thing from the Grand yes, House yes, trailer? Yes, okay, yeah, we yeah, need to... Okay, All right, yeah. let's, well, let's get in the script writing studio. Let's hammer this yeah, out. Yeah, okay, tell, tell you He'll what. obviously say Check yes. Out, get John Carpenter back on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dragon Ball takes place in this world where, like, you can fit flying cars into a small capsule, but also there are dinosaurs. Also... And... Instead of that, you get a high school Look, and a party at a castle. I mean, here's my thing about Dragon Ball is, while I didn't grow up with it as much as you did, whenever it was on, I'd, I'd kind of try to watch it because the art was pretty good. And the story, especially for the original Dragon Ball, I, I kind of preferred the original Dragon Ball because it was a little bit more imaginative. As much as I like fighting, as soon as you jump into the air and have your fight in the air, it almost it's like I can't really believe in it. But whereas in the first one, it's kind of just like a fantasy story. He can ride a cloud, and like there's Masaroshi with a turtle shell and stuff like that. It's all imaginative. You can you can kind of feel like Akira Toriyama's just making it up as he goes along, you know? Which he hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he's just like uh, uh, I'll just start drawing. Let's see what happens. Here. Eh, why not a turtle? Who cares? And it's like that's kind of the fun of the of the first series. It's you know it's it's really silly, and they're just having a good time with it. There's a guy with three eyes. It's all right. But then uh, you make a movie like this, and it it almost feels like they're taking this subject matter way too seriously. And if you see the movie, you know how ridiculous that sounds. It's like, I mean, just start at Z if that's what you want to do. Like I, I seem to remember in one of the like the first handful of episodes, the bad guys got the Dragon Balls and were about to wish for like immortality. So when a mad gambit, the pigman wished for a pair of panties, and then the Dragon Balls went away and they couldn't use them again for a year. And that's how he saved the world. Like, it's just a silly little adventure story that somehow accidentally became this global phenomenon that transcends all languages. And it's kind of a funny joke, where there's no funny jokes in this. Like, you can ask Akira Toriyama, like, uh, I thought Gohan couldn't go Super Saiyan anymore. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot, sorry. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's just 
you know, this a manga artist sucks shit. There's you just yeah. work twenty hour days. There's a lot that goes into this movie though. It's it's kind of like a perfect storm. It it reminds me of what that one guy who does the voices for The Simpsons said about the day the clown cried. There's no way that you can improve that movie. Uh, there's no way that you can make it better. There's no way you can make uh, any of this better. There's no way you can be like, oh, I'll change this line and suddenly the movie's good now. You know? It's impossible. No, you, this is a complete burn to the ground. Recast everyone except maybe Chow Yun-Fat. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Just because he's an actual actor. <laughs> like, I, you could keep him if you wanted to, but like you just salt the earth. Different script, different directors, different fucking makeup artists different um, grips different best boys you just have to start fresh at this point different and coffee also, kids, don't make it live. you know yeah and also just don't make it live action because why or maybe just don't make it like because dragon ball's already I mean, just fine the way that it is yeah i mean dragon ball super is like one of, that broly movie came out and is like one of the highest grossing anime movies in history <laughs> like it's fine. You don't have to be like, well, cartoons are for babies. If we make it real life and put it in a high school where teenagers, you know, they can connect with the character. Like, no, people want Dragon Ball. They want Dragon Ball as Dragon Ball. Just don't make yeah, it. Yeah, see, that's my thing is that, like, it's the obvious joke would be like, oh, Parker watches anime or, you know, what a man child sort of thing. And while that's true, I kind of enjoy Dragon Correct. Ball. You know, it's, 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 it's cute. You know, it's like, oh, what a nice story. Like, even if you hear the original theme song, you kind of feel like, oh, this is going to be a fun little adventure. It's so cutesy. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he's just riding a little, little bumper. So there's just a, this little just a big old mountain man on a, in a car that's too small for him and is tipping over because he's too big. Like, ah, it's cute. That little kid has a monkey tail. That's, you know, it's a cute little moment. But this, oh my goodness. With the, the opening fight, the kid falls off the ropes and his head slides into the watermelon. Oh man! Oh, I forgot. Some people about don't that. forget. Oh, yeah. Again, oh, how humiliating do you have to be if you're the one who paid tickets for this? You know, if you dragged your parents there and you're the one who's trying to like drag them out of the theater after five minutes. But I feel like even when you see the trailer and you see the announcer say Goku and you see this kid's face, you're not kidding. You know what you're doing. That, that's not like you well, say that. It's better in the trailer. Let's on. But YouTube existed back in 2009. People had no excuse. How did this make 58 million dollars? It's time to investigate. Let's tell you what. I'm. We're gonna do a live trailer reaction. Dragon Ball Z, uh, evolution, uh, trailer. I bet it's. Oh, yeah. Let's let's check this out here. Ah, domestic, $9 million. Hey, I found your answer. Oh, never mind. I don't need to watch this. <laughs> Opening weekend, $4 million. Is that good? I still don't know what a Justin Chatwin is, and I hope to never find out again. <laughs> I fucking hate Chadwins. <laughs> oh, my. Chatwin Boson. <laughs> oh, my God. Ernie Hudson's even in the trailer. I completely that missed him. Boy. You gotta lean on that star power while you got it, huh? I, I suppose so. Yeah, seeing now that it only made uh, $9 million domestically, a lot of things are falling into place now. This is the like one of the least oppressive things I've ever seen. Remember how some of the battles in, uh, in Dragon Ball Z were so influential that they were later used on fucking the boondocks? Yes, and then you have like this. even the fights against Piccolo have like these iconic images, like iconic panels. 
But no, it's just they shoot a beam and then he shoots a beam and that's it. I don't know who any of these characters are. I'm sorry. I just looked up Dragon Ball Z. Apparently that was the other Asian lady. Sure, why not? Yeah, you know what? That, none of this makes sense to me. The fuck is cheese? Boy, even that poster. Like, when you see Piccolo on that poster, you're like, oh, okay, no, this Let is... Let me look this up. I have to see this. Dragon <clears throat> Ball... Evolution. <laughs> oh, good. It's auto-completing now. <laughs> the computer knows I like this movie. Yeah, not, yeah I'm, I'm in the same boat, buddy. It's a dark road. I don't know which is the more embarrassing uh, poster. Oh. Yeah, that, that's you found your answer, yeah. huh? Like, you see that face and go, okay, clearly this is dog shit. Oh my god, everything. <laughs> Runtime, one hour, 40 minutes. Uh, disagree. Disagree, box office <laughs> mojo, it was not. <laughs> the French posters, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it just got one with fucking... I, oh, the Korean poster's good, too. Every single poster of this is fucking humiliating. Master your destiny. <laughs> oh, man. So, what I'm saying is, I would actually recommend this to everyone. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I've heard uh, a lot of people call this one of the worst movies ever made. Um, I've, I've, like, seriously heard that from a lot of people. Watch more movies, first yeah, of all. Yeah, it's like, you guys have no idea what bad movies are out there lurking. Have you heard of Knock Knock? Anyway. This probably isn't in, like, the top 100 worst movies Ernie Hudson, is it? <laughs> like, let's... <laughs> Calm the fuck exactly. down. Exactly. I saw Mr. Magoo in theaters for crying out loud. That's... You hate to it's, see it. It wasn't a very proud moment in Christie. But, uh, this... <laughs> this movie is... This is enjoyably bad. It's it's kind of like a really, really cool train work. You get to see everything that went wrong. You know? Oh my now, god. Like, you think a similar movie is like the Dead or Alive movie, or like the Tekken movies, or literally any Uwe Vol movie? Like... Those you get ten minutes in and you feel like you you're just trapped in purgatory and it's never gonna end. Yeah, uh, Parker, I'm going to send you something uh, right up no. here. That's always here. You good. go. Please click on this link. Oh, well, it just loads. Who who would you think that that is? Let's see here. I sure hate that you sent that to me. <laughs> I despise that. I I straight up had no idea. I didn't know that this happened. You couldn't just draw the dots on your fucking. It's fine. Just go into paint and add them on your. Oh my head. god! So that is an episode from the Nostalgia Critic. Uh, Little Karibo and Masako X join the fight against the worst anime adaptation of all time, Dragon Ball Evolution. First of all, I would watch this before I ever watch Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah, apparently no. According to their review. The movie kicks you right in the dragon nards. Oh, I get it. Because you would think he'd say Dragon Balls, but he doesn't. Yeah. You know what? Anime film adaptations. I bet you anything, this is more enjoyable than most of them. I don't care that all this is going to get cut because we're just... Yeah, I, no, I'm going to leave it in right here, now. but let's see. Because Some of the lines here. Uh, it's over nine... Oh, God. Yeah, you feel that deep inside your For, key, huh? The first thing he says... It's over 9%. What 9%? There's no way that could be right. Can't... Oh my god. Holy shit. That review came out in 2017. That... Wait a second. So that's kind of like this movie, how it came out in 2009, and it's way past its prime. 
<coughs> Live action anime adaptations. I don't need a goddamn listicle. Whatever. It's I I don't know, <laughs> but you would definitely. Uh, yeah, you you people, you should list, You should watch this movie. Okay, this is. This is a lot of fun. Even if you're like not really familiar with Dragon Ball Z, it's bad enough that you're just kind of having fun with it, you know? Like some of the movies y'all assigned me over the season were just oh, yeah. physical uh, well, assaults. I mean... Compare this to some of that stuff that was also on like the bottom 250. This having a two point whatever on IMDb, like that's that should be saved for the things that you can't get through with your fucking eyes peeled open like Clockwork Orange. Like that's... No, no, no. I think I briefly mentioned it to uh, to Rebecca, and she was like, "Oh, how bad is it?" I was like, "Well, I mean, it's a good bad movie, but it's this isn't quite as bad as say the Star Wars Holiday Special." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that one qualifies as good bad. That's one of the ones where you have to survive. <laughs> it is a struggle. <laughs> anyway. Um, what shall we do for our next episode? Because I'm down for the one. Actually, you know what? <laughs> While everyone's doing all their four-hour in-game podcasts, <laughs> let's just do the one. Alex will be so excited when he hears oh, that. Oh, yeah. This will make up for him missing an episode. He gets to watch the one. <laughs> Look, if I was flying to another country on vacation, I was like, hey, by the way, don't forget to watch Dragon Ball Evolution. I would not return that call <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, next episode is the one. <laughs> <laughs>